Just Life, a programme from Radio Maria England. listening to Radio Maria and this is our first ever episode of Just Life. Just Life is the morning slot where we invite speakers who talk to you about topics which touch on everyday life and today is a very important topic. It's about tea, how to make the perfect cup of tea and we are joined by tea specialist James Saranga Pereira. James will talk to you about how to make a good cup of tea and then the phone lines will be open and you can call us and ask James a question on 0203 781 8423. I'll say that again. That's 0203 781 8423. And if you're calling from abroad, you just need to add a 0044 and lose the first O. So that would be 0044-203-781-8423. So in about half an hour, please do call in with your questions for James. And now James has been worked in the tea trade in Sri Lanka for 20 years, but he's now a local resident to our radio station here in Cambridge. And he's in the parish of St. Philip Howard. And today is the feast day of St. Philip Howard, the patron of this parish and of our radio station. And so it's the perfect day for James to start this new series, Just Life. Over to you, James. Hello. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. Thank you for that introduction. And thank you for inviting me today. Uh, Thank you, Helena. And thank you to Father Andres. And very good morning to all our viewers uh, at Radio Maria. Um, What a day, what a a beautiful day to uh, speak and talk about tea, making a good cup of tea. And I'm privileged to be here for the first uh, Just Life program uh, at uh, Radio Maria, speaking and talking about my favorite subject, tea. All right, just... uh, before we start, just a brief um, history. I know most of you might know about this, but uh, just to let you know, tea was founded 5,000 years ago in China. And tea was first brought into Britain in the 17th, early 17th century by uh, a company, East India Company. And uh, some of the interesting facts about drinking tea in UK, we drink 100 million cups of tea a day that adds up to whopping 36.5 billion cups a year and uh, most of us drink tea uh, using tea bags unfortunately and uh, a very high percentage of us drink tea with milk and about one third of us drink tea um, with uh, sugar and uh, some of the benefits of uh, drinking tea regularly is that it is a natural antioxidant. It's a natural source of fluoride 
and minerals and hence good for your teeth. It contains half the caffeine as coffee does, so it's good for you. It may reduce the risk of heart attack or stroke. It may help with uh, weight loss. It may boost your immune system. And um, the great news is that it does got no calories in it. And a bit of interesting facts about tea. There are about 1,500 varieties of Camellia sinensis. That's the scientific name uh, for the tea plant in the world. Just like wine, uh, just like wine, tea's character uh, varies based on where it is grown, the elevation, um, the soil, the rain, amount of rain that it gets, the wind, the temperature, and of course, very much the plucking quality. With regards to plucking, it is recommended that we pluck only two leaves and a bud to make great tea. Of course, you can pluck more, but your tea will not be that great. So I will start this program with this quote, which I love. Life is like a cup of tea. The taste is all up to how you make it. This is very true with life, and it's even more so with our beloved beverage tea. Okay, let's dive in. <clears throat> what do we need to make a good cup of tea? Well, the first thing is first, we need to buy a good tea. And I will explain to you as to how you can do that. Um, and we need good water. Unfortunately, we have um, hard water in most uh, most areas in, uh, in in Britain, and uh, utensils that we need to make the tea. A top tip here, uh, a, probably a secret, some of you might not know. Psychologically, it's proven. If you drink your tea through a red mug or red cup, your tea tastes sweeter. Well. That's a secret for you. And please, please do not use styrofoam cups to drink your tea. It's a disaster. One, it absorbs all the flavors. You won't taste any of the tea in it. And the other thing is it's, it's a big problem with the pollution. Okay, so how to select a good tea? So very Big difference between loose leaf tea and tea bag. Which one to go for? We know um, that most of us drink tea using tea bags. But unfortunately, the best option, my friends, is to go with loose leaf tea. Why? Because loose leaf tea, it has the space, it has the area that is needed for it to get brewed properly so that the water can absorb all the flavors, the aromas, and you will taste every bit of it. Whereas in a tea bag, you have just restricted those leaves to a very small area and you're not letting the flavors, the aromas to come out. So my choice is loose leaf tea. But if you have to drink wire tea bag, please do so. And um, other thing is, where is 
your tea from? What is the origin of your tea? If I ask you, uh, what origin of wine do you like? Does that come through as an as a odd question? I think no, because we all have our favorite wines and, and they come from, we'll say, France, Italy, Argentina, South Africa, so on and so forth. But there is no problem because that's a given. We wouldn't mix a French wine with an Argentinian wine and drink it together. But if I ask you, where does your tea come from? I mean, most of us will not know. Because unfortunately, if you look at your pack that's at, um, in your shelf today, they will not say where the origin of tea is from. That is simply because those are blended teas. They are blended origins. Say they have blended teas from Sri Lanka, India, Kenya, China, Vietnam, so on and so forth together to create a particular blend. So you're not enjoying any of the flavors from these um, origins. It's just like single malt whiskey. Say single malt whiskey is, as far as the taste and the quality is concerned, is held high because you can enjoy the original taste of a particular estate. Similarly, with tea, if you go with one origin, you can experience the true taste of that origin. For example, Sri Lanka is a very small country, but we have so many varieties of tea and they taste completely different. I would never mix them together to create a blend. So when you're buying your tea, look for a pack which says the origin. Uh, of course, you can buy online as well some of these teas. And uh, if you can find a pack with an origin, you are looking at a potentially a good tea. As a tea taster, how do we evaluate our teas? Say we use our senses, the five senses, the smell, the visual, the feel, the taste, all of it. Of course, you can hear the crunch of it. So the five is completed there. So how do we smell the tea? Well, we call it nosing the tea. So when you open your tea bag, or if you open your tea pack, if you smell the tea and if you can smell the aromas, if you can smell the flavors, that's a good tea. But when you open up your pack and you cannot smell anything, that is potentially a not very good tea. And the next is the visual evaluation. How do we visually evaluate a tea? Blacker the tea, better it is. Why is that? Well, as I mentioned earlier, you are recommended to pluck two leaves and a bud. So when you pluck two leaves and a bud, it's the tender leaf and a bud. And when you manufacture tea with two leaves and a bud, you are making a blacker tea. But if you under-ferment it, which is a process in the manufacture, or if you have more than two leaves and a bud plucked, you potentially will have fibers and stalks 
in your tea. The good manufacturers spend a lot of money in equipment to clean these fibers and stock. And uh, in doing so, they will create a good black tea. Are these stalks and fibers bad? Not really. They will give you the color, but not the flavor. So if you open up a tea bag, most often you will find in tea bags these brownish teas hiding in there because you cannot see these teas. So it's a bit of a hiding space for bad tea. Um, so if you have a um, loose leaf pack, you're potentially buying a good tea, but check whether they are black. Then the particle size. Why is particle size important? The particle size needs to be equal. That's uh, something that's very important. Why is it important? Because different sizes of particles will brew differently. Smaller the particle size, faster the brewing time. The larger it is, it takes more time. So if you have even particle size, you, your brew is going to be even and smooth. So that's the second visual uh, inspection that you can do. And uh, next, next thing is to feel the tea. How do you feel the tea? By touching the tea, you can determine whether it's whether it is a dense tea, whether it is it has the density, whether there are open leaf particles. The open leaf is by plucking more mature leaf. More mature leaf is not going to give you flavor. So it needs to be dense. It needs to be uh, crunchy in your hands. And crunchiness will, will tell you that the tea is, uh, tea is fresh. So uh, that's something that you can, <coughs> you can determine your freshness with. Um, so with that, before going on to the next phase of brewing your perfect cuppa, we will break for some music, I believe, uh, Elizabeth. Am I right? Yes, James has actually chosen this song. Would you like to say something about it? Yes, uh, so this is uh, from Sri Lanka in Sinhalese. In Sri Lanka, we have two languages, Sinhalese and Tamil. But this is in Sinhalese. Uh, uh, it's a very famous song uh, to praise Mother Mary. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a very old, well-known song in Sri Lanka. Namo Mariani. Namo Mariani, yes, that's right. Said it right.
A song in praise of Mother Mary from Sri Lanka, chosen by today's speaker, James Saranga Perera, who is talking to us about how to make the perfect cup of tea. After the next song in about 15 minutes time, the phone lines will be open if you have any questions for James. The number is 0203 781 8423. That's 0203 781-8423. The number can also be found on our website under live call-in number, number to call in during live programs. And now back to you, James. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, we are back again. Uh, so we have chosen our tea, hopefully. Uh, so... This will 
take few attempts. Obviously, you can't do this this at the uh, at the supermarket. You can't open up packs to see which day is blacker or and uh, which one smells good or bad. So you will have to buy few packs and experiment this at home and find which tea is a better tea for you. Uh, I must uh, I must insist this uh, fact um, taste is all relevant. A good tea for me might not be good for Elizabeth or Helena or anyone else because it's all different. But having said that, that's why you need to uh, personally check this out for yourself and figure out which one is good for you and maybe stick with that um, or experiment further. Anyway, the next step would be to get your water right. Water is very, very important. As I said earlier, unfortunately, in Britain, we have areas with water. It's very hard. Hard water is not at all good for making good tea because hard water creates scum and this absorbs all the flavors that the tea has got to offer you. So you're not going to taste any of the tea flavors if you're using hard water to brew your favorite cup of tea. So big no-no for hard water and please go with um, filtered water. Basic filtered water would do, and uh, that's important. And then the boiling point. Um, if you're having black tea, boiling water is perfect. That's 100 degrees. But if you're, if you're trying to enjoy green tea or white tea, it's not recommended to brew your tea with boiling water so you need to use 80 to 90 degrees or 90 and below uh, to be to be safe uh, for green and white teas since we are talking about black today so go with uh, boiling water and uh, that's about one teaspoon that's the general norm one teaspoon of tea uh, for a cup of tea uh, but that depends on the density. So that's why you need to check your density of tea. Some teas are very light um, because it has a lot of open leaf in it, which are not so good. So you need to, if you get a good, dense, nicely rounded tea, one teaspoon is more than enough. Next, very, very important point. I cannot stress this enough as to how important this is. Brewing time. The figures say we brew our tea just for 30 seconds or less. 30 seconds or less is not going to give you any tea. It just will give you some color. Unfortunately, the uh, bigger companies have, uh, they have come to terms with this. They, they have realized that people want to brew their cup within 30 seconds, so they have Put some tea into it, which gives you color within a few seconds. You put your tea bag into boiling water, you get color, but you will never get flavor. You will never get the aromas coming out. So it's a big, big no. If you choose the right tea, minimum of three minutes going up to five minutes, that again, you will have to 
check it out for yourself, trial and error a few times, because some teas will brew faster depending on the size of the leaf, and some will need more time, maybe up to five minutes. So uh, test it out. That's something that you will have to uh, figure it out depending on the uh, on the tea that you choose. And uh, the next part is adding milk. So I, I, I was told um, this is not something uh, that we uh, deliberate back in Sri Lanka, but I was told here in the UK, uh, have been deliberating about whether to add milk into the tea or tea into milk, which, was, which one is right, I was asked. Uh, well, the simple answer is we would put milk into the tea uh, because you're drinking tea and milk is just just an additive in, in, into, the, into the tea. So preferably drink it plain, but if you want milk, just add a few um, teaspoons of milk into your tea. And when you add milk, it's very important that you warm your milk a little bit, at least up to the room temperature. If you just take it off, from the refrigerator and put um, cold milk into your tea, into your hot tea. You're going to make it colder and you're going to destroy the flavors in it. So it's important that you warm your milk uh, sufficiently. You don't need to boil the milk, but warm the milk before adding milk into your tea. And at this point, you have uh, strained your tea and you have one last evaluation that you could do that is to observe the infusions that's the brood wet leaf brood wet leaf will tell you a lot about the health of the tea whether the tea is fresh whether the tea is going to be bright uh, all that can be uh, can be learned by looking at the infusion, the uh, wet leaf of um, of uh, the brood cup. So if it is in a tea bag, you can open up the tea bag and see if the if this infusion, if the infusion is bright and coppery bright, it's a good tea. It's a sign that it is a good tea. But if it is not, then it's sign. It's a sign that it is not a great cup of tea. And the final thing is the cup color. The cup color needs to be reddish. It should not be black. It should not be dark black. It should be reddish. It should be nice around the around the trim. If it if it has a yellow yellowy rim around the cup, then it is a very good tea. Well, we have. Prepare our tea. Yes, it takes a little of time. But uh, my advice is uh, do this once in a way. Maybe you can't, you can't do it for every cup of tea that you might drink. At least once a day or maybe once a week. Try this out. You will fall in love and you will not go back. I'm telling you, you will not go back on your favorite cuppa. Then I would just suggest a few things with regards to tea. You can experiment with tea, I told you earlier. You can, you can change, mix and play around with the type of tea that you're drinking. There are lots of flavored teas, which I'm not a fan of. 
Uh, I love the good old nice plain tea. But you can try some um, lemon if you have not tried lemon on plain tea. If you add lemon to a plain tea, not milk tea, plain tea, how drastically the color changes. It changes to a level that you can, uh, you, the, the, the tea color is transparent. It becomes transparent. It becomes that light. It's so light. It is so nice on your palate. And also you can try some ginger, um, fresh ginger in your tea. That is to get, get a, a small piece of ginger, probably crush it before adding it. You'll have to add that at the point of you start brewing the tea itself. So it needs about three to five minutes for the ginger flavor to come out as well. Uh, and it's, it's a very, very nice way to drink your tea. And uh, also for the listeners, uh, if you are keen and want to learn more about tea, um, you can, there is an institution, the UK Tea Academy. Uh, you can get in touch with them. They run some courses for novices and for ex experienced uh, uh, tea lovers. So you can dive into uh, all the varieties of tea. It's, it's a whole new world out there. With tea. So if you want and if you are interested, you can contact them. And uh, thank you very much. Once again, thank you very, very much for this opportunity. Uh, uh, Helena, uh, Elizabeth uh, and, and Father uh, Andreas for this opportunity, uh, for inviting me and to be able to talk to you all today. And God bless you. And any questions um, at this point, I'm ready to answer. Thank you so much, James. That's absolutely wonderful. I've learned so much. I've got lots of questions myself. I'll just give out the number to the listeners. It's 0203-781-8423. 0203-781-8423. If you're calling from abroad, it's 0044. And then lose the first zero. So it's 0044-203-781-8423. We've now got another song, Tea for Two by Ella Fitzgerald. Just tea for two and two for tea Just me for you and you for me alone Nobody near us to see us or hear us No friends or relations on weekend vacations We won't have it known, dear That we own a telephone, dear We'll break and I'll Start to bake a sugar cake For you to take For all the boys to see We will raise a family A boy for you, a girl for me Oh, can't you see how happy we would be
to Radio Maria. This is Just Life and How to Make a Good Cup of Tea with James Saranga Perera. If you've got a question for James, do please call us on 0203 781 8423. 0203 781 for two with Ella Fitzgerald and Count Bassey. So I've actually got a question for James. I'm wondering, James, can I buy this quality tea in a local supermarket or do I need to order online or go to a specialist tea shop or maybe go to a an international supermarket or a, an Indian shop? Where's the best place to buy a good quality loose leaf tea? Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Elizabeth, for that uh, question. Yes, the best bet uh, would be to go online because you can you can obviously um, uh, uh, type down what you need and and um, uh, see what's available. Uh, then you will be able to get some single origin um, teas which are not really available in the supermarkets. But even at supermarkets, if you're shopping around, um, you can find some brands which have uh, single origin teas available. They're a little pricey, I should admit, but um, it's all worth it. You have to try it out. Uh, of course, um, shopping around for a bit. Um, I have done it myself just to figure out whether we have good teas in the market. There are a few available uh, which I managed to get. I cannot obviously um, reveal the brands and so on and so forth. But uh, if you spend a little time, you can. You can um, shop around. But easiest way would be to go online. Yeah. Thank you, James. And I have another question. It's a, it's a cosmetic question. I, f I really like really strong tea, but I find it's, it's staining my teeth. Uh, I mean, in... in Sri Lanka and tea drinking countries does everyone have stained teeth or <laughs> how, how do you deal with this are there any special tricks you know of or uh, not really to be honest um, it'll be uh, say as tea tasters uh, we would taste um, up to about say anything between 200 to 500 cups of tea a day so that's a lot of tea uh, to be tasting wow. of course you don't drink it uh, gulp it down of course you you split it out but having said that straining uh, still happens so uh what we do is we uh try and keep on brushing so that that's the only alternative but apart from that no uh it has not been a big issue but you're right i mean uh, especially tea tasters the amount of tea that we kind of uh, deal with and handle uh, their reason element of uh, element of um, uh, teeth being discolored yes but that you have to deal with 
there is no special remedy in my books, to be honest. <laughs> thank you, thank you. There is a bark. I know there's a bark one can chew in India. They chew on a, a bark and it makes your teeth white. Okay, could be. Not heard of it in, in Sri Lanka, no. Could you just describe for us how a tea is grown? Because I've been to Darjeeling, so I've seen the, the tea plantations, but mm-hmm. maybe our listeners don't know how, how it looks. Yeah, so uh, tea, though, uh, it's, it's, it's a bush, but it's not a bush. If you let it grow, it can grow up to hundreds of meters. There are trees. Uh, I mean, you, you don't call a tea a tree because it's generally a bush. That's because for our convenience, we don't let it grow uh, beyond a certain height because you need to pluck on a regular basis and you keep on plucking, it won't grow. Uh, to great heights, but tea is a is a is a fairly tall tree, and there are trees uh, of tea which are very very old, like hundred plus years old tea trees. Um, in in places like uh, uh, like Vietnam and uh, uh, some places in India and so on and so forth. So the tea is grown in uh, two ways. One is using seeds, so that's called seedlings. The other one is VP, vegetative propagation. So that is where uh, you cut branches and then uh, try to replicate the same variety. What happens with the seed is that you are not sure of the result because it can always um because it's 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 like it's like uh, humans reproducing uh, you don't know your son or daughter is going to look like they're going to be looking like your father mother vice versa similarly if you have seeds you don't exactly know which gene is going to be prominent so as a result vp the vegetative propagation is now very popular because you know exactly what you what to expect but unfortunately those Tea bushes are not very; uh, their their lifespan is shortened, so they don't they don't uh, give you harvest for a very long time. But uh, most people tend to use that because you can be sure of the quality of tea to expect. Um, yeah, so growing tea, especially in Sri Lanka, um, it, it is done um, in two ways actually: plantation companies, regional plantation companies. So it's a big. Uh, plantations which own the uh, whole estate so estate is virtually like a village you have the medical facilities the schooling to you name it everything is in that their housing the workers housing and everything else so it's like virtually a mini village controlled by a plantation company whereas um, there are also smallholders um, like one or two or half an acre of tea which you grow as as your as your just normal garden, and you grow tea, and then you pluck them and go and sell them to uh, a factory who will buy them. So that's called bought leaf uh, system. So that that's the two two different systems that are working in Sri Lanka. That's absolutely fascinating about uh, how how working on a tea plantation is is a not just a job but it's a life. <laughs> And Helena's actually here and she's also got a, a question for oh, you. Oh, I've got a question. I've got a question. <laughs> oh, James. Yep. So uh, 
me personally, mm-hmm. whenever I go on a train ride, uh, there used to be uh, a chilly hot chocolate, and I would be I would get so excited about taking a train ride because I'd have that hot chocolate. Like, yes, yes, yes. And it, now they don't have it. <laughs> it's very sad. But is there is there a memory from you of a maybe it was a, a wedding there was a tea or something? But is there a special tea that connects with you and, and a memory? Uh, to be honest, so many teas that connects with me, because um, throughout my twenty plus year career, it's all always been tea, 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 and tea. Uh, so I've been very fortunate to be uh, able to associate with those teas. And each, as I mentioned earlier, each tea bush per se will have a, a different character. You cannot have identical uh, bushes growing in one to another. Of course, uh, uh, fairly similar, but uh, so adjoining, uh, adjoining estate, for example, uh, across the street, could be a completely different flavor. Uh, yeah, so there is, if I uh, may recall, there was one uh, particular wedding, one, one of my friends who was also in, in, in the tea trade called Angelo, uh, where he served, well, in Sri Lanka, we are not very accustomed to, um, um, what do you call this, uh, cold uh, tea um, so he served this um, tea which was really really amazing uh, drinking it uh, as, a, as a cool drink as, as, as a cold beverage whereas because we are used to drinking tea hot and I, I still prefer it that way but oh uh, not me I, I love I'm from Georgia we drink we, we drink iced tea oh it's delicious tea. yeah yeah that's that's it so um it's it's delicious yes but some element of sugar goes into it and <laughs> And um, not all iced teas are authentic tea in it. So, you know, this bubble tea culture and everything else, that's no no tea in it, actually. There are so many other things which are called tea. If you take any um, herb, you call them tea now. You know what I mean? Uh, So, for example, um, the red tea in South Africa, the rooibos, it's not a tea. Uh, It's not Camellia sinensis, but they call it tea. Uh, but we are not. We are okay with that. <laughs> but tell us about your your so your your iced tea that you were had at the wedding. What was was that? What sorry? Though, though you were thinking of a, a wedding, you went yes, to yes. So this iced tea was uh, phenomenal. I, I thought it was really really nice. I haven't had that since, to be honest. Uh, my wife also said it was a very very nice tea. Uh, now that you asked me, I was just thinking back. Okay, which one is the? Uh, this is the one time that we drank a tea as iced tea in a, in a auspicious occasions like like a wedding. But um, to be honest, like we don't have uh, say ceremonies for tea like the Japanese do. They have uh, in Japan they have the tea ceremonies and it's it's a big deal uh, to drink tea. But in Sri Lanka it's not so. We drink tea as you know we we very much do drink here. Yeah, it just. Drink tea, so, mm, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, James. That's been absolutely fascinating. And I'm going to start surfing the net to look out for the best Sri Lankan salon Assam teas out there. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today for our very first episode of Just Life, which will be every 
Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday morning at 10am with the lines open for your calls. And now we're going to finish with Tea for the Tillerman by Cat Stevens. sun, wine for the woman who made the rain come, seagulls sing your hearts away, as wild sinners sin, the children play, oh Lord, how they play and play, for that happy day, for that happy Thank you. 